It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis. Lennox, I'm coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this I, in I seven or eight seconds? For this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their floor. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Saying now, Mike, the bike. Hello, welcome to another Ringside Fracas. My name is Lewis uh, and I'm joined by some of our usuals today. We've got Jide, we've got Sam, and we've got Dapo. How are you guys doing? Yo, Not bad, not bad. How are you? Where have you been for the last couple of weeks, bro? Oh, don't worry about that, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here, man. I've been here. I've been here just living life, you know. But, you know, I needed a break from the podcast world. You know, I'll be doing like 10 podcasts a week. It gets a bit... I'll be, this is my third podcast today. My third podcast. Wow. Yeah. So... Wow. Was that, no, I, I, I don't. I really don't. I really don't love, love it. it. Um, love it. Love it. So, yeah. And, and look, I'm going to be honest with you guys, right? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a bit behind on the boxing. So I'm hoping that you guys are all going to fill me in. All right? Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that on a boxing we'll podcast. Okay. The host. But I'm a bit behind. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to see any of the fights this weekend. So I'm relying on you, all you guys' expertise and um, uh, and your eyes, basically, to guide me through into I've, into I've caught up with everything. Uh, before we start, make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter. You've got Ringside Frackers on Twitter if you don't follow us already. Leave us a review on iTunes. That's very important, guys. If you, if you don't want to share the podcast, if you don't want to tweet the hashtag, Leave a review, okay? That's the mm. one thing that you can do. Mm. Leave a review on iTunes. It's very, very important. Um, crazy. Leave that review. Exactly. Leave that review. But five-star only, right? Five-star <laughs> only. Don't even... Oh, we send Jide to your door, don't you? Yeah, Jide is going to come to your door. <laughs> and you don't want that, trust me. Because he'll just start dancing on your doorstep, right? He'll just start dancing. He won't go anywhere, all right? And he'll wear very colourful colours. 
and it'll be uh it'll hurt your vision but um <laughs> uh and yeah last thing but not least use the hashtag um as your or, or tweet us as your as your listener long um so we know your favorite parts and 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 all of that stuff anyway let's get into um the action from saturday then so we'll start with josh kelly um so we uh we did some predictions beforehand we we, we started up this uh boxing prediction league where we, we have a boxing group chat right we have quite a few of us in there and we've got a uh, Jit Jit is actually top of the table, guys. Yeah, um, I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, to be fair to Samson Dapo, they've only just joined. Okay, so Samson's not doing that well. No, 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 no. no. You, can't up, up. Samson, you can't say Samson just joined. Sam, we started a new one when Samson was, was no, there. No, no, we didn't. No, no, no. Samson, no, I was Samson, at zero. Samson you was joined like the existing one. Yeah, yeah. We had to start him at uh, at, at ten point at, at the lowest point, basically of, of whoever What's is the uh, bottom. It wasn't at thirty. I was at probably like fifteen at that point. But whatever. Well, you've had a good couple of weeks. Yeah, Jida, you've had a good couple of weeks. Dapo's just started. You, you had a, you had a decent week, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I only got Josh Kelly wrong. Got all them right, apart from Josh Kelly. I see. You might. You might be. Well, you might. We might have to fear him. You know, Jida. We might have to. You know. <laughs> He seems to know what he's talking about. But um, remind me, guys, of you guys' predictions headed into the Josh Kelly fight. I think I had Josh Kelly winning. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I, I said as well in it, just to last week, uh, that Josh Kelly would win, hopefully. Mm. But if I went with my own analysis in terms of what I thought could happen, I knew it was going to be a rough night for Josh Kelly regardless. Mm. But for hard, what he's going to win. I went with Kelly because I wanted Kelly to win because I wanted exactly. Congo to get his hands on him and all them. Like. I just wanted the, the whole the domestic um, world yeah. stage to be nicely set up. So yeah. it was so, sad. It was so, bit, you know you get those fights where it's like this could propel you to stardom. I thought this was his moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I thought this, this is Josh Kelly's moment. So mm. preparation, the mindset is going to be different. And yeah. from watching all the interviews, watching all the IFL stuff, I thought, yeah, he's in that zone. So that's why I picked him. Um, it wasn't anything to do with if he was like that much better than David or anything like that. I just thought, you know what, this is his time now to, you know, move up to that next level. Talk me through the fight then, Dapo. Like, obviously, was it evident from the first few rounds that this was going to be a really tough matchup? And, you know, were, were you fearing the worst for Josh Kelly, uh, you know, in the first couple of rounds? Well, it was. The first two rounds, Josh Kelly, genuinely, for me, he looked like a world-level operator. Like, those first two rounds, honestly, it's like the best I've ever seen him. And that's when I was worried because of how big he is. I knew that moving like this your first couple rounds... If you don't get this guy out of there in the next two rounds, you're going to be tired because he was the way he was defending himself. He was he, he wouldn't like he would defend himself by rolling out the way he'd roll under David's punches. And that obviously exert a lot of energy. He was doing a lot those first two rounds. I think he even hurt him the second round. He hurt David in the second round, right? He got him in the road. He was in a lot and he tried to finish him as well. So by the time he got cut, I knew this is going to be a rough, rough fight because practically. I feel like Josh Kelly's like me. He's got like fast twitch muscles. You know, when you first start something, you, you, you've got a lot of power, a lot of speed. He looks very, very good in those first two rounds. And if he had won that fight, I would have definitely said that's his best performance because those first two rounds for me, it's the best I've ever seen him. 
but he just started to tire. And then you start to see the level of experience from round three and onwards. You could see David was getting into his into his groove. There was a lot of stuff he was doing in there that people didn't really talk about. Um, David, like for example, he was going to the body a lot. So each round just kind of slowing down more and more and more. And people never, people always forget to talk about body shots. Like he was working the body a lot. And um, he did, another thing he did was Josh Kelly got a cut behind his head or he behind his ear. I'm not too sure. One of you guys could probably remind me how he got that cut. But after he got that cut, right, every single time Josh would roll under um, David's punches, little veteran move there, David would, like, elbow that cut. So each time he would, run, he would, he would roll under that cut, he would elbow, you'd see it. And I just knew, I was like, okay, these two are just different. Like, you can tell one's a bit more crafty in the ring. He knows a bit what he's doing going to the body a lot. He doesn't care about the first two rounds. He has a long-term plan. And Josh, after a while, after the plan A didn't work, I just feel like he ran out of options. Mm. And that's what I went for me. Uh, I noticed you were calling him David. Is that is that reluctance to pronounce his second name? Or is I it... Second name. <laughs> uh, Avenetian. Avenetian. Avenetian, yeah. You know what? Uh, that, 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 that was a really good summary. You know, there was a couple of things to me that happened. And... The first couple of rounds, what you said in terms of Josh Kelly, was, it was exactly how I expected the fight to go. I always knew first, for half of the fight was always going to be Josh Kelly's. My issue with that fight and the reason why I thought Josh Kelly might lose was, was always going to be second half. Josh Kelly always, t- from past experiences, seemed to, to slow down and gas out. Yeah. Whereas Avenisa, such a scored like, fighter, his whole thing is literally constant pressure, doesn't let you breathe. And stays on you, and he basically old manned him. Like he just gave him the, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna let you look cute and do your thing. Like you know, you're gonna slip and you're gonna you're gonna miss a couple of punches, look around and look like you're Chloe Mayweather. But you're gonna gas out, and once you gas out, what are you gonna? How are you gonna handle my pressure that I keep doing? He does, he does a bit of a Canelo without looking as pretty as Canelo in it. Canelo slips and Canelo slips and keeps the pressure, and you keeps his front foot on you at all times. However, with Evanesian, he didn't mind eating a shot effectively. He just stayed there, he just stayed in front of him and just roughed him up. And then towards the middle round, you can see Kelly's will got broken effectively. To me, it wasn't a case of Kelly lost because it, um, he lost like he got beaten down. He just, his will was broken and he didn't have a plan B to, to keep him off of him effectively. That's what it was. It's like, okay, I've tried to pivot out of the way. I've tried to roll over. This guy's still in my face. I cannot breathe. I'm gassed out. He basically lost the fatigue. When yeah. he went down the second time, you see he went down, he's, he just dropped. He's tired. Like, it was yeah. just tired. Jude, he's got you, old man. Yeah. yeah. He's got, he got old men. Is it, do you agree with that assessment, Jude? Yeah, yeah. Um, Dapo and, and Samson have been, been spot on in regards to this. The, the other thing I'd add to that is, um, yeah, so in my opinion, the blood definitely played a part to it. Um, he came out and said he felt a bit weaker. Obviously, we know he gets tired. No, but there was a lot of blood. Like, we can't Fair blood. deny that losing nah. the fire doesn't affect you. It does. It does. I don't, I don't nah. It definitely not does. Like some people can handle, some fights can handle blood. You can't discount that. I'm not saying that's his excuse why he lost. It's not. Like, mm-hmm. again, he got old man. He got tired. Those things are valid. But the bleeding definitely, in my opinion, affected him. It was all over. Know, how much uh, it you know, is 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 up in the air, but again, like Dapper was saying earlier, in the early rounds, he was exerting too much effort. You can tell as an amateur, like when you're rolling under a punch, like the the smart thing to do will be you roll, 
but you're still maybe in a pocket. You don't basically don't use your full body, your full motion to evade punches. When you're doing that, you're exerting energy from all over your body. He was doing that. He was fighting like an amateur. He was fighting like it's a. Nah, thing. that's not fair. That's not fair. Not like problem was. It was fighting like a. No, no, let me finish. He was fighting like it's a, it's a three round fight. It was exerting a lot, a lot of his energy. And and the thing that, that got him is, like you said, he was old man. Like David Avenician knew, okay. First few rounds, I can't even touch this guy. Like I'm missing completely, but it's consistent pressure. It's it's. It was just walking him down. It was walking him down, throwing the shots, throwing to the body, throwing. To, it was missing. Stayed in the body. Stayed just on the body. Oh yeah, just keep going. Just kept going. You, you mentioned um, obviously you got you. You've all touched on that. He he, he was old man and and you know it was a the experienced fighter vet who who come up t- trumps in the end. Um, is there any concerns that maybe this you know Josh Kelly eleventh fight maybe this fight has come a little bit too soon for him and also the fact that it's been obviously COVID fifteen months since his last fight with should there maybe been a little bit more preparation ahead of this fight in terms of having, you know, rather than jumping straight in, in against someone like Avenician, you know, maybe was a potential to have like a, a preparation fight ahead of this just to, to tune up because 11 fights is nothing. He's still, Josh Kelly's still a baby, you know? No, I, I don't agree. I don't in your opinion, I don't agree with that because of the way he lost. I feel like you can tell, lose off ring rust. You can kind of tell. I feel like his tactics... When the great fight, Adam wrong. Booth has been found out. I'm sorry, man. That's what literally I've been dying to say. Adam Booth, I'm sorry, yeah, but his his co- his corner man work here was horrible. Josh Kelly Absolutely. has an inch height and is bigger band than, than David Adonisian. I'm not too sure if that's the correct way to fight a David. How he fought him, he didn't jab enough for me. You know, there was not much jab work. He was more worried about evading punches, which was good in the first two rounds. Uh, Adonisian missed a lot those first couple of rounds, but how long do you think you're going to be making a miss like that? And and simultaneously exert all that energy from um, dodging punches and, and things like that. I don't feel like Josh Kelly used to size enough. You know, um, he didn't have much uh, uh, clinch work. So every time he clinch, he could have done a lot of work in those clinches, but he didn't, you know. He had no inside game. No inside game. One of, the, one of my favourite fighters to fight when I watched in the clinches, Tyson Fury, because as the bigger guy, like that's your time to zap out of the energy of the other fight when you're resting on them, you know, making it rough, etc. I didn't see much of that with Josh Kelly. Um, I just felt like he, he's just an experience in there. And after the first two rounds, plan A didn't work. I feel like that's what separates, you know, different calibers of fighters. When you get to that world level, that you know, that you know, national level, is do you have a plan A, B, and C? Plan A doesn't work, what's your plan B? Plan B doesn't work, what's your plan C? After Plan A was out the window for Judge Kelly, I just felt that was it. it was I, right. I, I think it was it was you. You can't say he wasn't ready. Like I see Tony Jeffries coming out and saying, "Ah, oh, matchroom, they they took the piss. He wasn't ready and all that shit." But listen, if Josh Kelly went and stopped Avenician, he wouldn't he wouldn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. it would be like, "Wow, matchroom are the greatest matchmaker. Josh Kelly's ready for the world level." Da, da, da. The reality is that was the step. If you if you claim you want to go to the next level. Like mm-hmm. if you see the people um, David Avenician have lost to, these guys have went on to achieve great things at world level. That is, he is the barometer to see if you're ready for the elite guys. And mm-hmm. this fight was meant to happen two years ago. We're saying Josh Kelly's only had 11 fights, but 
Josh Kelly's not the only Olympian that's been fast-tracked. Like, Olympians get tested more often than anyone else. They get fast-tracked because they have the amateur experience, they've, they've, they've got the skills, and then they, they normally go through the acid test a lot quicker. It's, this is not A world new. title person at their first fight. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, this isn't new. Obviously, we're not saying there's Loma that can do that, but he, he, he should have had this fight. Technically, this fight was being talked about two years ago. And in two years, Josh Kelly, instead of working on, we all knew his weaknesses. That's the problem. Like, the draw he had prior to this, like, we saw the issues. We saw his weaknesses. Adam Booth didn't address those. And mm. Adam Booth put him in to this fight with David Anvenetian, thinking David's a bit slower, is a bit older. The younger guy will be able to run through him. As you said, he didn't use the size. He didn't bully him. He's, he's big. He's a huge world. Because Kelly's big. Be, like, beat him up. Do you know what I mean? But There's more to it. I'm sorry, man. Adam Booth, yeah, as your coach in the middle of that fight, you need to tell your fighter you need to slow this fight down. The pace the fight was going at because of what Adam Neeson was doing to him was way yeah. too fast. He yeah. basically forced him to, to work way harder than he needed to. There's mm -hmm. there's loads of ways to, to slow a fight down, even without clinching, just to still just mm -hmm. to steal the round. The job, yeah, man. And you know, and keep and keep conserving energy. Rather than rather than saying anything, all Adam B said was stop trying this is a 12 round fight. Where you can see your man is getting your you can see your fighters getting outmanned. Your only advice was this is a 12 round fight. I'm thinking there's a way you could say that message, convey that message in a way that lets you know you are not potentially going to win the fight the way you're fighting now. Mm -hmm. So you need to work smarter mm -hmm. without telling him that basically not just to go out and try and steal the round because he wasn't doing that. And the way he was fighting, you didn't give him any kind of corner to say, listen, the pace you're fighting at now is too fast. You're going to guess out. You need to slow it down. Uh, you need to like you know steal some time, use your weight, like you're like you're saying. You go to his body, try and slow him down. You say nothing like that. You just left him there to basically get. It was like a, it was literally just getting run over, basically. Is what I, watched opinion, it. I feel like Josh Kelly and Adam Booth were too committed to one way to an idea of how this fight was gonna go. And as soon as I didn't mm -hmm. see that going like that, it was just it was lost. It was lost. Mm, lost. They were too committed because you can tell. Like I feel like you can tell sometimes when. A fighter and a trainer have committed to an idea of how a fight is gonna go. But before this fight happened, like I think Eddie Han kept saying, like they were so confident, they were so confident. Sometimes that confidence is a problem because that means that whatever you've been doing in training and camp, you feel like it's gonna work so well, but then you get in there and you see like, okay, that's not mm. the case. Let's try something else. But you're so you've put in so much work into that one style of fighting, you know, it's it's it causes problems. That's why that's my opinion. I guess that's come, sorry. But that yeah, just to add back to your actual question, I'm sorry, you cannot say Josh Kelly was um, thrown in too soon, purely because it, he was in the shape of his life. I'm sorry, like he's come on in, he's come on in size. He looks like a man now. Like mm -hmm. when he fought two years ago, when he was meant to fight, I said he's going to lose. I was hand down saying he's going to lose. He's it's too green for this. But yeah, now, yeah, like, you know what? Looks, the only reason I asked that, the only reason I asked that, Sam, is yeah, amateur boxing. What's he had? Less than thirty amateur bouts. No, um, he had a season amateur. He had a season amateur career. He was an ABA champion. I don't think it was. Many, I don't think it was Olympics. Many bouts, was it? It was seasons. He was see He was well. He was well recognized. Well, really? Well yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. I don't think he had like amateur an amateur record. Like you know, he went like for the, the, he went for the British team. He did. He went for the British. He went for the British like build up. It was part of the GB squad. But so was Anthony Joshua. You wouldn't say that he had like a. 
Yeah, yeah, okay, I, I, I get you saying that regards. But if you go for the GB squad and go to Olympics, you're regarded as a. My, my main point is boxer. My main point is he wasn't having hundreds of bouts and stuff like that. And no, I, I've got his box record, record up here. It does say twenty-seven. So it says twenty-seven bouts. So I'm assuming okay. that's correct. Um, and then obviously he's got the ten pro fights before that, and you've just had. 15 months of inactivity because of covid i just wonder how much of an impact that does actually have like if you are still learning uh, it's a long time to wait you know between fights and maybe i'm making excuses for him but um i think the problem with that is how many channels he has to go through to accept a fight so his coach has to agree to it mm. the promoters have to agree to it i guess there will other be other people that have to agree to it as well so it's not just yeah. Kelly, the people behind him. So then it's their fault at the end of the day. If you feel like the fight is not ready, that means you don't know your fight as well. Oh, yeah, good. don't get me wrong. I wasn't making these excuses before. Yeah, the no, fight. No, no, no. I, I hear what you're saying. It is, it is the manager's fault and whatnot. In my opinion, what they should have done is run back the Robinson fight. You can't, mm. when you make a mistake, when you have a fight like that as a mm. prospect, yeah. you need correct to, it. You need, you need to, to correct it. Fight that guy again and do it probably like we, we saw with. Um, with Denzel, he ran yeah. back his, his draw. And he, yeah, and then beat him convincingly. So you need to, but instead they tried to say, oh, we're too big for this way. I'm just mm. You know, the funny bit is, the funny you bit is, if they ran that fight back, was you convinced he would have won? Because I, I wouldn't have been. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> what about this this fight? So what, what is next for Josh Kelly then? Because, you know, the temptation is there for a rematch, but... Um, mm-hmm. Is that the smartest thing to do? Does he go back to the drawing board and go down a different route? Is this maybe just his bogey guy? Like, what what, what is the smart route for Josh Kelly? This is what he needs to do. Get on the phone to AJ because it seems like AJ's got a... <laughs> Uncle AJ! <laughs> a little, a little... AJ's calling all the losers. <laughs> a little psychiatrist session. Get on the phone with AJ to, to make him feel better about himself. Yeah? But <laughs> <laughs> they need to get another trainer in that can teach Josh Kelly how to use how to fight on the inside and how to use his size. Like, we always say Adam Booth's style is like an ambush style. He likes you being on the outside, not engaging, jumping, throw combinations, throw, be pretty, get out. He's done it great with George Groves, done it with um, um, with David Hay, and now he tries to do it with Josh Kelly. That's I feel like he needs another coach to help him do that. And then after he does that, run back uh, the fights like Robinson. Run, prove to us that you're past this level com- convincingly. No, he has to. He, they, they, those are that will teach him, that will make you see if he's learned new stuff. Because, like we he said, the way you fought Robin, the way you fought Robinson, was how he tried to fight Avenition. Mm-hmm. He fought badly with Robinson, and it was a disaster with Avenition. <laughs> so you need to fight these guys, not not Avenition, but the level below learning trying new stuff he needs to he needs to know how to fight the different way you can't just keep trying to fight pretty i thought that's that's what he needs to do and then get back on the on the, on the track that's for me though i feel like you know the, what I've, sorry go ahead son you know what you know what yeah i'm starting to feel like adam booth reminds me a bit like uh freddie roach where he does really good in improving your um attack but defensively he's not the most savvy so you your fighters don't really tend yeah. to benefit too much uh, josh kelly was all athletic it's all based on athletic um athleticism it's all fast twitch it's all reflex but it's not so and his reflexes saved him a lot but when you get to world class mm-hmm. 
you need more. You need more than that. So for me, and he's me, I'm sorry. He just lost. He just lost. I'm, I'm sorry, man. He lost to Robinson. No, I don't care. This last week, he lost to Robinson. Lost to Avenician. All I'm seeing is you're not world level. You need to come back a step mm-hmm. and clear up the domestic scene, and yeah. then try again. Then you can you can really hone your skills domestically before you then go world level. But even Avenison and Robinson weren't world level though. But especially yeah. Robinson definitely wasn't world level. Nowhere near. Avenison was European level, was was the gatekeeper to world level. So he needs to again get a new coach, in my opinion, learn new stuff, like learn be more technical, learn, mm-hmm. learn some more technical stuff, learn how to quote unquote old man in there, how to conserve energy, how to rest within rounds, how to do so many little things that, that not just pop a reflex. Yeah, not everyday reflexes, man. You're not Roy Jones, you know what I mean? So it's it's been a bad uh couple of weeks for Eddie Hearn and Matram, right? So um so, so inject I'm... it. Yeah, even if he loses even when he loses, he's still winning. Yeah, I guess so. But um when Frank Warren lost, we didn't hear from him in months. I don't know what it is, even with his losses, like he's inevitable because he's the best. He's the best, he's the best, he's the best spin doctor of all time. I'm sorry. The guy loses and comes, he's fire loses, and he goes on the camera smiling, and you know inside his head. He's thinking, for fuck's sake, you fucked up my check, you prick. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he's still smiling and sells it. Like the way he does it is sick. I don't think he's right, but Eddie's, get, Eddie's getting them on that on that um all the opponents on that death row contract. If they beat his fire, he gets a three fight um option on them. Yeah. That's what he got with Lara. That's what he got with the guy that beat RDJ. He just, just gets these options on these guys. So listen, if I lose, I'm still winning. That's what Don King used to do. So just like Eddie, Eddie, he's very good at building a story with his fighters when I lose. For example, even if like Josh Warrington gets his rematch, I'm sure we're going to get to that. But Josh Warrington, nice segue, go on. Josh Warrington gets his rematch, and even if he loses again, the story behind that is going to make everyone tune in. People, it's Lara. He's speaking of Lara. Lara is the best favorite in the world. That's what he's going to be saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the thing with Lara is now, if if Lara beats Warrington in a rematch, the kid Galahad fight is massive, mm-hmm. massive, huge. I can, I can see it now. I can see. The, I can see the AFL like special that like, forty minutes. Eddie Hearn. Oh, you just we're all gonna just got cracking fight. It's a cracking bout. Like you know, the, the kids are from nowhere. They just come over. Just came to the UK. Smashed up Warrington. Done it again. Like and now he's on the world slate. Everyone knows his name. I'm doing Eddie's job for him right now. This is, this is what promoting is about, though, isn't it? It's not just about creating one storyline. It's about creating several. Samson hates Eddie for being good at his job. This is the yeah. only, He's too good. He's too good. The only time I've ever seen someone not being liked for being doing their job properly. Like, <laughs> no, that, that and traffic wardens, yeah? We, we don't like them, yeah? When they're good at their job, everyone suffers, yeah, right? Yeah, for real, for real. But... Because he's so good, yeah? When he lies, yeah, and says stuff like Josh Warrington, best favorite in the world, I was thinking, bro, you're moving nuts, Yeah. Even when he when he gets found when he gets found out, somehow we're not looking like see this. What would you like him to say those times? Like some of the fight, okay. We're calling Ricardo's the best ever, like the best middleweight when Canelo was about. Yeah, they were calling Deontay Wilder the best everyone in the world. Like it's your guy, you've got to say this. Don't 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 get me wrong. You can say these things here, but no, it is Eddie Hearn loves his voice. So you get Eddie Hearn specials every week. 
So when I have to sit and watch Eddie Hearn every single week sell these fights repeatedly, no one promoted speaks as much as Eddie Hearn. Not one. Yeah, and, and that's why they're not doing their job well. That's why Eddie Hearn's the best in the world. I agree with that. <laughs> so, agree literally, with that. that's his point is. My point is, he's almost as big as, to a degree, as some of the fighters. He's even he's bigger, bigger than some he's fighters. Bigger than them fighters. Bigger than them. Yeah. So my point is, because he does that, yeah, when he starts gassing certain fighters that are just not good, for me, it's like, you're selling a dud, a dud fight to the public, and the public's actually bad into it. Like, bro, all, how do you do this? They all do that. They all do that. Um, they don't, though. Like, you've got, Terrence, you got Terrence Crawford dying out here. Yeah, but then, but then see Terrence Crawford. No, we're not getting into Terrence. No, no, we're not doing this. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. Aaron doesn't mind killing his own fight. He doesn't mind showing. Yeah, but a Terrence Crawford, imagine he had the Eddie Hearn. Imagine a fight like that at Eddie Hearn. Oh my god, I can see no, this guy might as well jizz himself. He would jizz himself over Crawford, honestly. Of course, like no, but Crawford's star would be huge. Eddie would put in effort because he knows this guy can fight. Mm. Like that's the difference. Did like, you, did you guys oh, see the Anthony Yard rumors? Yeah, 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 that is he's coming to, to cash Eddie fast, fast car Eddie. Listen, if Yard is coming to fast car Eddie, I'm all in. I'm all in. Match room, baby. Listen, we can get that. <laughs> like, I am all in. I, I doubt it's true, but it was a nice rumor to come out. Don't get me wrong, I do like I do like Eddie. Innit? I like him, but I dislike him at the same time. Just when he gasses certain dead fights, it's just like, bro, how do you? He's, how do you though, man? he's got to gas the dead fights. He's got to. That's his name, man. You know, is I like I like watching boxing, so I want to see your best fight against another best fight. When you saw your best fight against a dud, it kills me. You get it. So as much yeah. as I get your know, job, it's just. I'm a fan. Isn't I, know I, mean? I, know, I, know, I know we're not trying to talk about that subject, but do you really want to see the best versus the best? <laughs> <laughs> move on, move on, move on, move on, move on. Like, next week, that, next week. Yeah. We're saying week, that he because he'll, get, he'll get heat for chucking like a Warrington in against a Lara. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, it's a dead fight. Him. No, 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 dead fight. But then, but then when it, when Lara beats Warrington, oh, it's, it's, it's poor matchmaking. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you, when that fight finished, Eddie Hearn went to the change rooms and said, You're fucking done. You're done. Mate. You're done. <laughs> it was a great fight, man. It was a great fight. And people were saying, So, in that Warrington fight, people were coming out and saying, Oh, it's the, it's the, the long layoff, the COVID. No, it was literally a style. Lara was a stylistic nightmare. <laughs> Nightmare. Now, I will give Warrington a bit of shadow, um, benefit no. of doubt here because he just came out looking wrong from no, drunk. Lara, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like the rust, in my opinion, in the the thing about Warrington, he's a volume puncher. He's yeah. an artillery uh-huh. guy. He has to throw a lot and overwhelm you. The problem with guys like that is fighters like Lara and the Mexican quote unquote Mexican style fighters is they load up on their punches. They've been taught from young. I don't know what they do out there. To deliver when they deliver their punches, they deliver with so much talk. So it's not throwing uh, 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 and throwing straight punches. It's literally trying to take your head off. So he's willing to absorb two pill- not pillow, no punches, a pillow, but two lesser punches from from Warrington to deliver feelers. One feeler punches to deliver is dead, and that's what and that's what it was. It's a stylistic match. Nah. Like, Warrington came out. Warrington came out and was throwing jabs and throwing the. Do you what, think Warrington, yeah, he's one it's of those funny. fighters, though, that really needs the crowd? Nah, man. Uh, he's, he's, not, he's, not, he's, not, he's killed man. me. That's the funniest excuse I've heard in my life. 
I don't think it's an excuse. I think there might be a valid reason. No, no, no. is a bit of a passion merchant. Like, he loves it. He loves the Ellen Road crowd. Come on. Like, do you know what I mean? Us Brits, we ain't got much going for us. We need we need the passion. We need the energy. What's Ricky Hatton without a crowd? He lost against Mayweather without a crowd. Hatton wouldn't lose to fucking Lara. Yeah. With a with, without a crowd, he might. <laughs> <laughs> that excuse here is the funniest excuse. I hear it. The reason why Liverpool aren't doing well this season. Why can't it apply? <laughs> yeah, we don't talk too much about that. We don't talk that much about that. Like, even the crowd thing, yeah, that like for example, even Lara is even he's even at a more disadvantage because he's coming from Mexico all the way to the UK to come and beat our king, and there's no one there to watch. Um, he's not my king, boy. <laughs> Listen, he was probably fighting in Nobody anyway. Him. He's never been my king, man. That's Sebi's guy. I don't recognize him. That's Sebi's guy. Wellington and Sebi's guy. Yeah. Let's uh let's move on to uh before we get into the Broner stuff, let's move on to the big fight on the weekend. When I say big fight, I mean we've spoke a few times about this on the pod, but um I don't think anyone's expecting this fight to go any other way than a Canelo stoppage, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's a, a tickle. Oh, shot, baby. Done. Yeah, it's just yeah a... this is this is prep for the uh, when's the Billy May Cinco de May. Mayo. Yeah, so I mean that's what three. Yeah, so what's that's three months away. So yeah, just a tick over job. Will you, will you guys be tuning in to watch? Are you gonna? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Three pound a month. I'm cashing it in, man. I'm actually... <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I love Are you it. gonna? You guys gonna be staying up to watch it? Yeah. I'm not staying up. I'm watching. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hot. If Canelo's fighting, I'm up. Nah, I'm not. I'm watching the money. I'm not, I'm not staying up for Udrim. I'm not staying up for Udrim, man. Yeah, not Udrim, man. If Canelo's fighting, I'm up. Smith one, but not this guy. No, no. Um, when he was fighting, I fell asleep. I didn't even. I didn't make it. To the fight. I won't do it. But Canelo, I'm fighting. I'm watching it. I'm watching it live. I need to watch it live. I need with Canelo. I'm, I'm hoping, yeah. That Camilla does us all a favor and drags your dream out to at least a six round. Just, just you know, show off a bit. Like, let me see some more skills. Like, just get a good YouTube rule out of that, uh, that fight. That's what I want to see. Like, just show me some skills that like, you know, just slipping in with with no hands and then like save him a little bit. Imagine if Canelo loses. What are we going to say? I mean, that'd be. I'm, crazy. Crazy. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not even entertaining that. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the we're talking about the guy that Chris Eubank really spun his whole neck off. Like, look yeah. at that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Is there any way that Yildirim can cause Canelo any issues? Absolutely. And if any way at all? If if God is on his side and he lands a shot that like, cuts, him, cuts, cuts him massively over his eye, mm. then maybe. In fact, even then, no. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen many fights as, you know, just by the bookmakers. I don't think I've seen many fights that are as uh, one-sided as this one. Like, you could, I think you could put like a... Ten grand on Canelo, and you'd get two hundred quid back. So no, it's one-sided, but no, but even Canelo, like, do you guys see the the Valdez versus Burchell fight? It's yeah, I caught that. Yeah, man, knockout of the year. Yeah, that was a good fight. That camp, that Eddie Ronoso camp. Ronoso is doing wonders, boy. Ronoso, listen, he teaches. He's like he's a underrated elite trainer. That's what's going. Yeah. Do you guys? That fight was yeah for Andy Ruiz. I think he's gonna do wonders for him. Man. I, saw, I saw, I saw, I saw a thing of Ruiz today. He looks like he's actually like in shape. Yeah, he's scared. Like, yeah. 
And he's, and he's talking his shit as well. He's like, oh, I'm not impressed with Joshua. He's like, he wants that rematch. I like it. He wants that rematch. AJ did just take care of him, man. No, no, no. Nah, run it back. Ruiz man. can piss off. Ruiz, no, Ruiz can piss Ruiz, off, man. Ruiz, Ruiz, no, man, let Wilder have him or something, man. Let fucking... AJ's done him twice, man. Like Any man any man that beats the the heavyweight and becomes the world heavyweight champion and gets the rematch and decides to flip his seat and eat flipping tackles does never deserves a big fight again. It wasn't even that. It's not even that he lost. Like, all 12 rounds. Like, it wasn't Like, even... bruv. Tacos and Don Julio. No, 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 no. While I, I fully <laughs> agree with all everything everyone here is saying, if he earns it, he deserves to run it back. I'm not mad at him. Nah, man. The guy ate. He got, what, about 10 million in the first fight, about 20 in the second fight. What? Why would... Listen, if you're Andy Ruiz, yeah... Why wouldn't you want to run it back? <laughs> you, know, you, know you, to, you know you got to change remote. Is that what you guys think? I don't think so. I feel like he's always been slow. Uh, Samson, your mic's gone. Because you know yeah, everyone's saying oh, he's getting some technical error right here. Uh, anyway, let's move on. While Sam gets his mics back, let's uh, move on to the Adrian Broner segment. Now, Dapo, I noticed you brought a notebook with you, mate. Yeah, I, know, I, I did notice her a notebook. You want to show the camera? Let the artillery go, bro. I want to get locked, but listen, Adrian Broner. I watched that. I watched that whole card live, right? And it's one of the worst boxing I've ever watched in my life. You know, we had Otto Waldvalin versus. Uh, oh, God, we didn't even talk about that, did we? Yeah. Also, don't watch it. You missed nothing. It was just two mm-hmm. slow guys. Listen, like they make Fury and AJ look like the Flash. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Brazil was literally like begging to get knocked out. And Otto Wallen mm. can get it done. I don't know why we've gassed this Otto Wallen guy up to the point because he caused Fury problems. I don't know, but it's nothing special. I don't know what Fury that doing. couldn't be bothered, basically. It was a dead fight. 12 mm. rounds of just two slow guys. Like, I see why people complain about heavyweights sometimes. It's those kind of heavyweights that you don't want to watch. Um, so then moving on to Broner, um, Broner got that decision. He won by UD. He got the decision because he has no money. I'm convinced because he's <laughs> about what? He was that bad. Terrible, man. It was terrible. Like he w- he wouldn't commit to anything. He was just def- like just thinking defensively the whole time. He just didn't want to get knocked out or hurt. And if you look at the compu box stats, the other guy threw at least three times what Broner was throwing and landing as well. So how he got that U- UD, I have no idea. But hey, Broner, you're broke. Maybe you don't have money now. That gets cooking, boy. I don't know what they I don't know how they did it. I was. Just, I turned my phone off when I watched that. And I just went to bed. I was like, ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie to you. Adrian Broner was the same Adrian Broner for the last couple of years. There was no difference at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing different. It sure. was just the same, no. the same Broner. The question is, is he gonna let his hands go? And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer was no. <laughs> Once again, like, like Adrian Broner to me is is chicken. It's that chicken you fatten up cow. You fatten up the cow to, before you feed him to slaughter. So before um, Mikey Garcia got the Spence fight, who did he beat? AB. Support yeah. BAB Spence. Um, AB now is basically being fattened up for, was it Progress, right? Yeah, we use Progress, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Progress wants him. So they're fattening him up for that. Progress will beat him, then Progress will call out Spence, call out Porter. He's, that's, that's his job now. He's a journeyman. It's a 140 fight. It's no, because Spence. Um... Yeah, 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 but the fight was at one four seven. Like this guy, doesn't... no, it was no, 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 no. That... This fight was meant to be at one forty. Oh, it was meant to be at one forty. At one forty, but they fought at one four seven because Bruno doesn't know how to keep the weight. 
Bruno doesn't know. They're saying, they're saying that because of the layoff, isn't it? That he would be one foot for his next fight. Yes, man, he, he misses weight. He was missing weight when there wasn't a pandemic. This guy is just not disciplined. <laughs> He's a so, just for, for plan R. I'm just really annoyed at the, for the opponent because he had an unbe- unbeaten record. So now he's got a loss. He doesn't care. He got he got paid. He was there to lose. He was not there to be competitive. That's what people know. Basically, this guy was to Bruno what Yildirim was to, to Canelo. That's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be easy work for Bruno. Bruno looked good, set up the progress fight. That was what was meant to happen. But he came in and fought life and death with this guy and lost to me. He lost. You know- and then Al, Al Heyman just said, you know what? We've already patterned this. Like, Bruno's going to win. Don't worry about just it. Just make it to the tour of France. Just, yeah. just win. Get yeah, that's it, man. That's no, what yeah, I honestly feel like the worst thing that Bruno done in his career was Fat Madonna. After that, he's been he's just been finished. The worst thing he did was befriend Floyd, for me. No, no, no. That's not fair. For me, it is. It is. It is. He, he it's a Madonna looked- fact. He tried to he tried to beg Floyd so much that he chased Maidana. He, he, he ran to one four seven when he didn't need to. He was begging Floyd so so much that he he did things in his career where he didn't need to eating sweets and saying, "Oh, I can't eat sweets because I I'm AB about billions, baby." Like he was he was trying to be Floyd Mayweather so much. Cringy, man. Man. I've always found it cringy. He rushed everything and eventually got beat up by Maidana so bad it became. He became scared. You put him back in the show. So now AB, when he gets can't hit, throw, can't, can't throw punches. PTSD, PTSD yeah. man. He gets Who's the biggest waste of talent? Obviously, we've done this Ame Khan section, right? Who's the biggest waste of talent? Him or Adrian Broner? Adrian Broner, easy. Adrian Broner can come out and say, I'm a three-weight, four-weight champion. Boy, who did you beat? Who did you beat? Ame Khan, yeah. I beat Maidana. I beat Devon Alexander. I beat... Do you know what I mean? Amir Khan has names on his re- record. Who, who is the oh. biggest name on uh, Paulie? You Bruno, Bruno's biggest win. Pa- Paulie, is it? Yeah, no, no, that's ridiculous. Paulie, or um, who did he beat at lightweight? The lightweight unified champion, I forget his name. Uh, DeMarco is probably his best win, DeMarco, because he looked very good in that. Was that one of those fights at the beginning where he was fighting like guys he was? Way bigger than yeah, yeah, he was bigger than them. He was bigger than yeah, them, but but he was making he was making one thirty five. See me, I I never bought into this. So, so like, if I go back to my early earliest memories of Bruno, I got put onto Bruno um maybe around like two thousand and ten, maybe two thousand eleven. I'm thinking. And, you know, some of my friends who were involved in boxing were waxing lyrical about Broner. And I think, you know, obviously he came he uh, he, he came into real prominence with the whole uh, uh, brushing hair. Thing, hair. Right? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. where he became really famous. I can't remember what fight that was against. All of them. <laughs> who was it against? All of them. Uh, been uh, it, was, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. But I just never bought into the Broner hype, like... I'm not gonna lie. I remember I when he fought Gavin Rees. Yeah. That was that was so bad that he should never have been fighting Gavin Rees. Gavin Rees was like half the size of him, and he got <laughs> into that fight as like a fucking punching bag. You know, same but as Bruno looked sick. <laughs> it's it's it, uh, uh, honestly, uh, and I, 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 I feel you, and he wasn't the only one. Like 
one of my friends, he also said this Bruno is a B level fire at best, being hacked up as an A plus. Mm. I almost the opposite. I was like, you don't know shit, man. What do you know about boxing? I was like, can't you see this guy? Like he's rosy. I'm like, this is the same. Yeah, yeah. I was sold on Bruno because I like guys that talk. And bro, listen, the can man shit. That shit was iconic. Oh yeah, Mexican. Oh. <laughs> any, any man can, can get it. it. Mexican, any man can everything. get it. Listen, it was very entertaining for everything but the ring. Yeah, yeah. that's not yeah. fair. That's not fair. Bruno was actually backing up his talk up until basically he started jumping weight. Until he was actually excited, and he was really tucking people away. Remember, there was a point where people were comparing the young pretty boy Floyd. To A B and saying yeah, like they had the same level of knockout. And, and that's like what that's why I said he, lo- he That's when he fucked he looked up. Amazing. Because no, after one three five, he looked amazing. Before before, before the link up with PBF and re- re- um linking him with Floyd, Bruno used to move his feet. He did. He wasn't flat footed like that. Yeah, a lot. But then when they started comparing him to Floyd, all of a sudden in one fight, I forgot which fight the first fight was. I saw this boom, yeah, yeah, yeah. walking people down, and, and I'm like this. But I didn't mind it at that time because again, I'm a I was head over here. I was gassed on Floyd. I'm seeing his, his clone. I'm like, listen, Floyd's gonna retire and we're gonna have Floyd 2.0. Like it's gonna we're gonna run it back, maybe back to back. That's what I was thinking of it. Floyd Mayweather killing my people, man. Killing my people. When when A B beat the Marco, again, brilliant performance. Brilliant performance. And then he was talking the poorly stuff about the girls and he was talking shit. Yeah, poorly, and he struggled. He struggled. Mm. That fight. That was a, that was a split. That, that was a split decision, man. Right? A guy that can't punch again. My uh, normally Jide using his boxing brain objectivity would have been like Maidana was the wrong fight. I would have put all my money on Maidana to slap him up because again, you struggle to beat Pauli Malinaji. You can't punch, and it wasn't like Pauli was running from me. Pauli was trying to like was in a pocket. <laughs> Was in a pocket with you, and now you're gonna go fight Maidana, a hellish puncher. But again, I was like, listen, AB, AB was dancing. It was like, hey, listen, band camp, all that shit was lit. I was like, yo, <laughs> listen, AB was my guy, so I love this guy. And you know then he it, yeah. You know, are you forgetting what happened with Paulie? That's what, before Paulie, AB decided he wanted to be a rapper. And he went on tour. Yeah, like, I remember that. Went on tour, Lil Wayne and Meat Mill. Meat yeah. Mill was saying to him, Meat Mill was, hey, you got a fight. What are you doing here? God, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I started looking at. He'd be like, hmm, I'm not so sure this guy's going to come free, though. He seems like he's actually drinking. I don't think he realised Mayweather wasn't drinking in the clubs. I was going home and training. He got, so it, wrong. He got it wrong. He, like, he actually was literally on tour. He went on tour with him. Oh. That's what I was like, no, 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 AB's. AB is not really going to do it. And then, like a dickhead, I kept getting sucked in. Against Sean Porter, I got sucked all the way back in. Uh, against, I think that's Pacquiao, against Sean Porter, I said, no, no, no. Well, he's changed. Something. He's being serious now. Against Pacquiao, he said he's doing it for the streets. He's doing it on God. I said, yeah, he's doing it for the hood. I believe him. I believe him. You let yourself get sucked in. After, after he sold me, after I lost faith in him, I lost it. There was, listen, Port, I knew he was going to get beat up. Pacquiao, I knew he was going to get beat up. I'm like... Listen, he, this he, dro- he dropped Porter, though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, the last round. The last round. That was a typical Brona fight where he, he does this really jarring thing where his low punch volume and he's just not letting his hands go and he's fighting the fight 
against intense fighters. Like, he was doing the same against Maidana. These men are so intense, but you think you can just be like... <laughs> Listen, that's it. Maidana. Maidana PTSD, bro. Maidana flogged him. PTSD. Every time he gets hit, he goes back and he remembers that fight. Maidana just going on top of him. Like... <laughs> You're trying try to shake yeah. him. Before Maidana, before Maidana, he was the most free, he was very free flow when he used to throw combinations, like proper oh, let his hands go. Yeah, After like, that, it's like he realized, oh wow, people can punch back. Mm. But that's what you get for fighting men who were like bare smaller than you. Yeah, yeah, it is. It was a weight bully. But again, we believed in we believed in the hype. Like my friend that didn't, he was I don't know why I didn't believe in Broner because he wasn't a huge boxing fan to me. He was a hater. He was a hater. He was a hater. He was right. He was right. For his his hating lens, he saw it. He said, This guy's a B level fire at best. And he was right. One, three, five. If anyone didn't like him, I said, Yo, you stop liking him, his character. That's mm. it. That's it. He was he on fire. He's lost at like 140 and 134. He that. He that shit. He said, yeah. nah, I want a big bro, little bro. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, 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 I, anyone can get it. American, African. I beat the fuck out of a Mexican. Like, this guy was so. Oh, no, wait. he lost to Mickey, didn't he? He lost to Mikey Garcia, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, gets, he gets fed to the to the elite guys. He's like... The... Mikey Garcia, I knew he was going to lose. I said he's losing all day long. Yeah, after, that one, I said, yeah, is a myth. After um, the, the Maidana flogging, I was like, listen, Porter, the style of fire he is, is just too much for AB. And the way the man were talking, they were like, listen, AB, um, Porter's dad was like, this guy used to fight, like, we used to spar my son, like, Used to come and train in my boxing gym. We used to beat the fuck out of him. He knows. That's what he was saying. He was like, he knows. He goes, AB knows he can't handle Sean. He knows this is a this is long for him. Like he's he's all got all that talk. We're not gonna talk too much. Like they were, he was sunning AB and AB wasn't talking. AB wasn't doing his normal. Mm. Yeah. That's when I knew I'm like, these guys, they've they've got him. They know this guy. They AB knows Sean beats him up when they spar. He knows, and now he has to fight him. So it's even longer for him. Like, come on, man. Just yeah. Like, just a Parker fight. Mm, not really. Yeah, what time is that fight on? For us, it'll be like 10 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely no chance. Actually, I might... I might, might do it. Yeah, <laughs> might yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might... Let's just finish up on Broner, though. So, like, obviously, I, I don't know what Broner is at the moment. Is the... You know, Harold is he? So he's thirty-one. I mean, he should l- literally be in the prime of his career, right? He's a journeyman. About him being a journeyman, but where where does this win put him? What what is next for him? Nothing. He just got paid. He's probably not going to do nothing anyway. So he wouldn't have got paid that much, would he? No, yeah, he, he got paid. Trying to share about he turned thirteen dollars to thirteen mil. Yeah, no way. They're not in the business of throwing away money. But he made a couple M's and he's gonna make another couple M's when he fights progress and gets beat. And then he's gonna he's not, is he even gonna fight? You even have faith. I don't see Bron as, as an active boxer. He, he needs money. This is not I, I, I don't see him as an active boxer. He's a he's, 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 like, he's, a, he's a showman. He needs money, so he's gonna fight. He doesn't care about winning or losing. Like AB is now on um on a hustler mentality, he doesn't care about what his record is, legacy, he doesn't care about all that anymore. He just cares about peace. Who did he lose to? And he said, it was against Mikey Garcia. He said, oh, yeah, I just lost, but I put but I put bums in seats. Like, and you're going yeah, yeah, yeah. to watch my next fight. When yeah. he said that, I said, he's no longer a boxer. He's just yeah. 
He's just here for he's as, as an entertainer. He knows that he's gonna his whole MO is to basically sell the fight. He's a good promoter in the sense of he's he he yeah. makes a lot of noise, he's funny, he's entertaining, the fight's gonna be boring. But he he lose. I can't believe I'm watching Adrian Warren in twenty twenty one. I didn't stay up for that. I didn't even try, I didn't try yeah, to stay up for it. Yeah. You stayed up. I think the issue is with Broner is that this whole, um, it's the Floyd thing, right? So, like, Floyd, people want, people tuned in to see Floyd win. People tuned in to see Floyd lose. You know, people wanted, you know, lots of people tuned in to see Floyd lose. And the, the same thing was true of Adrian Broner. I think Adrian Broner put on, put bums in seats because, People wanted to see him get banged, you know, especially that side yeah. of America that don't like the brashness. And, you know, I won't, I won't uh, you know, I look like myself personally, but yeah, like obviously he put bums on seats like that in terms of uh, that. But, uh, you know, as soon as the defeats start coming, yeah, maybe the Maidana one, that was humbling, right? That was humbling. But as soon as you humble, start losing frequently, that element's gone. It's not fun watching Broner lose anymore. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I certainly don't enjoy watching Broner lose. Um, mm. I, he's just a, a, a bit of a nothing person in the sport at the moment. I don't even find him remotely entertaining. Um, like I'm sure if, I, like I said, I haven't watched this fight, but I'm sure if I did watch don't it, do it. Be don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's funny. I thought, yeah, there was, you know, they only announced um, the opponent like two weeks before the fight. I was li- literally thinking they're looking for the, like someone out of Dagnum. Road High Street to put yeah. in so Broner can look sick. You guys, this or wherever this guy's from, I was like, you guys got this wrong. Like, you put him in there with an like, opponent. Where was the bum he was meant to be fighting? But or the, was this the bum? They, they thought it was a bum. That's the thing. They it was meant to be a bum, but AB made him look good. <laughs> but now this guy is probably gonna get a good fight next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a win-win situation for him. It's a win-win yeah, situation. That's why, he's not, that's why he's not mad about the decision. He said, "Oh, it was a good fight." AB, you know, he could have given it to me or AB. He's not complaining. His bank account swole up. He's like, "Yes, PBC, line me up. I want the next one. Give me, listen, Spence. Give me Spence, man. Spence, let oh, Spence take me in." He's trying. You it. can see that happening. I'm not gonna buy. It. I'm no. not gonna buy. It. No, I'm not gonna buy. It. Don't just. I'm not. I'm never gonna respond to that. <laughs> I would. I would just like him to take his career seriously because clearly there is a talented boxer there. He's done. He's a 31. He's 31. He was drinking that. He was that morning. You tell he's done. He's done. How can you wake up and drink 1942 of all drinks? That is someone that shouldn't even be in any kind of competitive sports, let alone boxing of all. He's done. I'm telling you, I said it to my friends years ago. Yeah, I I said in a couple years' time, Adrian Broner will be in love and hip hop, and that's where he belongs. Yeah, it's right. Right, 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 right. Love and hip hop Vegas or wherever he's. uh, And when he will shine, he would literally shine as a reality star. He'll be sick. Mm He'll be funny. I'll probably watch it. At the end of the day. I'm still a B. About feelings. But hey, hey, listen, you're a funny guy. Oh. All I right. I can't wait for him to hip hop. He'll be sick. He'll yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's coming. Uh, one at one of those shows, anyway. All right, guys. Uh, I guess we'll call it a night there. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, Dapper, I hope you got everything off your off your chest and off your notebook. Off your chest, man. I feel good. I can, I can rest now. Good, yeah, it's <laughs> easy tonight now. Yeah, easy, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, like uh, like we said at the start of the pod, subs- um, subscribe on the iTunes, 
leave a review, okay? Leave a iTunes review, five star only, please. And uh, follow us on uh, Ringside Focus on Twitter and uh, use the hashtag as well. And, you know, if you feel kind, share the pod. Uh, but we'll be back next week anyway, hopefully with uh, maybe with some special guest, actually. We'll, we'll see how that works out. Uh, but, guys, uh, thanks for joining me, and we'll, we'll be back next week. Take it easy. 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 Nice. Yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis, Lennox, I'm coming for you. Like, is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this I in seven, eight seconds? I only trained for this fight. I had to bury my best friend, and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one could stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their cloth. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Sports Social Podcast Network.